Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, everybody. Good evening. Getting you ready for the weekend. Hope you are doing well and are having a good day. NBA Summer League going on. The Kings... And the Hawks uh, a little bit later this evening at about 30 or 45 minutes. That's coming up. You've got, uh, you know, All-Star weekend next week. In other words, you got the Major League All-Star game. This is the final weekend, you know, for baseball. You got the Home Run Derby. You got the All-Star game. You've got, uh, you know, the, the break. You've got the Open Championship. You've got uh, the event at Lake Tahoe, the Celebrity Golf Tournament. So, you know, you got some things going on. That is for sure. Uh, but right now, uh, NBA Summer League and, of course, uh, the Midsummer Classic, which is uh, next week in Seattle. So uh, let me get your questions rolling right here. And again, I uh, hope that everybody is uh, doing well as uh, we are coming up to you now uh, two hours earlier than yesterday. A lot of people said, yeah, you know, well, let's do it at uh, 7 o'clock Pacific. Let's do it at... 10 o'clock Eastern. So I'm moving around the times a little bit, uh, trying to see what works best for uh, the majority of the people. But uh, glad to be with you here on this Friday evening. Um, you know, I'm not watching the game. I'm not getting too caught up in this. I'm really not. I'm not a big believer in anything that goes on in Summer League, but I'm glad that you are enjoying it as uh, uh, Victor Wembanyama is making. Uh, his summer league uh, debut. Um, you know, Chet Holmgren' body looked a lot better when I saw him a couple of nights ago in the highlights from the Utah uh, summer league, which you knew it would. So he looked stronger. He put some weight on his frame. I mean, I don't really get caught up in rookie of the year in July, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really not into that conversation. You know, I'm just not, uh, I'd say it's unlikely Cody. I think when you look at the AFC, you know, to me, they're clearly behind Cincinnati. I'm put them behind Baltimore as well. I'm looking at the other teams. You know, I, I, I look at the Browns, Cody, similarly to the way I look at the jets, they might be good teams, but they're in the wrong conference. And I mean, could I see them? Deshaun Watson would have to have a, a year that he had three years ago, four years ago. Cincinnati, I think, would have to have some injuries. Baltimore would have to have some injuries. I think Cincinnati is the class of that division. I mean, and I if 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 their skilled people stay healthy. They'll win. They got an incredible uh, quarterback in Burrow. All right. Um, my thoughts on Jimmy G as the starting quarterback for the Raiders. Assuming that he's healthy, I think he'll do very well. You know, assuming that he's healthy, I think he'll do very well. Uh, before Giant Stadium, was there anything in the Meadowlands? No. No, there was not. It was uh, pretty much open space. All right. It's a very good question. Yes, I do. I do think the Warriors-Kings rivalry will get better, and I'll tell you why. Because last year was the first time that both teams have been good in the same year, and I think that's going to happen again this year, and I think that the rivalry grows. 
So better than the playoffs? Mm. Now, that's this great question, but I think it grows. I do think that it will get better, and you know maybe you'll see them in the playoffs again uh, this year. You know, I think the Lions are overrated. I think they're overrated. You know, I know that they had a really good season. I know they, you know, went in and spoiled Green Bay's hopes of making the playoffs in the final game of the season on uh, Sunday Night Football. Their biggest hope is their division is not very good. Now you have Aaron Rodgers no longer in Green Bay. You have a Bears team that I don't think is ready to win. So you got the Vikings. You know, that that to me is Detroit's best hope. I think they might be a little bit overrated. What do you think about Detroit, everyone? You think the Lions are a playoff team? You know? I would love to see the Warriors and the Kings as a Christmas game. That's a great idea. I think that would be dynamite. I mean, that would be great. I mean, it makes a lot of sense for a lot of reasons. I mean, that would be tremendous. That really would. I'd love to see that. That would be great. You know, that's a really good question. It's a really good question. Love all the uh, questions coming your way. Um, I do not see the Giants going double-digit wins this year. I don't. I think, I mean, are they as good as they showed last year? Brian Dable pulled some out of the hat last year. Opening game at Tennessee, two-point conversion. Will Saquon Barkley get on the field and stay healthy? I do think the Giants are better with Darren Waller and some of the uh, wide receiver additions. Uh, defensively, I think they should be a little bit better. But do I think they go 10-7? and seven? Well, I think you got to beat Washington twice. You probably aren't going to beat Philadelphia unless that game at the end of the year is meaningless. I think you do split with Dallas. You know, you got a tough Thursday night game in week three at San Francisco. I'm going to say no, but I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. All right. Patrick thinks they may have some uh, growing pains. Maybe, you know. Maybe. But Max Crosby's as good as there is, you know, but he's just one guy. To, to me, the Raiders are not a playoff. All right. They're not, they're not a playoff team. All right. Let's see. Um, I have not been to the restaurant you're referring to in Jackson. All right. So, sorry about that, buddy. I, I I can't speak on that, you know? The Serb Fest in Jackson, all right? Haven't done it, not familiar with it. Can't go wrong at Bennett's, but Bennett's in the New Rockland location is not open yet, okay? It will be very soon, but it's not open yet. Will teams go 0-17 this season after playing San Francisco? Did that happen last year? I went right over my head. Did that happen? I was not aware of that, you know? Absolutely. Um, it's a great question. Would I take Fox over Luca anytime? You know, I, I might. I mean, listen, I... I got a lot of friends in Dallas. I've got a lot of people that I'm close to around the league. Luca is not the easiest guy in the world to play with. Okay? That he's just not. So I mean, do I think that Fox is more talented than Luka Doncic? No. Not overall. I think Luka's got a better overall all-around game. But, you know, we'll see. Luka did get to the conference finals a year ago. No playoffs this year. Had not won a playoff series until the year where they won the first two rounds. We'll see, you know. 
Well, I'm glad you enjoy the hat. Thank you. I'm a big uh, ping guy. Love ping. Love their equipment, their apparel. They're great, you know? Absolutely. Um, I did see that, that Nick Chubb is dedicating the upcoming season to uh, the late, great Jim Brown. I did see that. All right, again, love your questions, all right? Love them. Keep them coming, right? You, again, Luca's a tremendous talent, all right? But again, he's difficult to play with, all right? He is. I think the Lakers had a good offseason. The, the problem I have with the Lakers is what you and I both know is going to happen. You got older players in Anthony Davis, particularly Davis, and LeBron James, who are getting hurt on a fairly regular basis now. And I would say that when you look at that team, you know it's going to happen again. All right? Just see where it is. No, Luka is not a good defensive player. It's all offensively. We know that. All right, love the questions right here. Uh, opening night starter. I mean, if you want to have some fun with it, Sasha, starter? No. Why do you Why do you think Sasha's a starter? You guys are way overvaluing Sasha. You just are. You're way overvaluing him. Uh, I'm not really following that much currently in the National Hockey League. There have been some trades of interest, but not not too much. You know, not too much. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, you got to be careful here. We're, we're judging Luca too much based on last year. You got to remember the year before they made it to the conference finals. All right. So, you know, it's not, it's not, the guy's been good. I thought he took a step back last year, but again, his style of play is just, you know, he's got the ball all the time, you know, it's the way it is. Uh, wrong. He's not going to be your MVP of the uh, G League Kings. All right. Come on now. All right. Well, I'll tell you this. This is a very good question, Nico. All right. I think he's being way overvalued based on the people I've spoken to. All right. I think he's part of the rotation. I think he comes off the bench. But I think you're being overly optimistic because of you're being brainwashed because of what Luca did in that league. And the fact that Sasha was the MVP. Again, I've talked to uh, two scouts and another individual that has watched him play a couple times, and they all pretty much had the same opinion. Be okay, nothing special. All right? There you have it. Uh, Kings will be fifth in the West. We'll see. We'll see. You know, last year they were 49th. 49 wins, and that was third. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, well, he didn't play in the league last year, so that would lead me to believe that he won't be playing in the league this year. There aren't any coaches that want to coach him. I mean, you got to be, got to call it the way it is. All right? You just, you have to call it the way it is. Um, I didn't get to know him very well, so I can't really comment on him. He obviously was not NBA caliber talent, but I didn't, I didn't really get a chance to uh, be around him. I really didn't. Uh, yes, I had an excellent relationship with Rick Adelman. Rick was great. Absolutely. All right. I have no idea what a ceiling is. We're going to find out. That's a good question. All right. I, I like, I like that question. We'll, we're going to find out. All right. No question. Um, uh, the answer to that is yes, he would. Yes, he would. There's no question. Although he's not very good anymore. So, but probably yes. All right. Was it 48 or 49 last year? 48? Same thing. 48, 49. Um, 
third in the West. That's all that matters. That's what they were last year. I, I think that probably you're going to have – I think the conference is going to be a little bit better in terms of games won. So I'm not so sure 48 or 49 wins will get you third in the West this year. All right? There you have it. I have no interest in it, Sea Dog. So no, you are not the only one. I've got zero interest. I have I have very little interest in baseball. Period. I just think the game's terrible. I think it's better than it's been, but hmm, I'm just not not crazy about that. Uh, I think Mata was the coach for two years, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe two and change. You know. I would think so. A lot of people agree with you, Sea uh, Dog. A lot of people, you know. Interesting. Love the questions. Keep them coming right here. Um, I don't know how anyone can evaluate a player in summer league. I, I real, I really don't. I don't get it. All right. I don't understand how anyone can look at 10 minutes of summer league and think that you know what the player is going to be. I I just don't. I'm sorry. All right. I like Ojolari. I thought, I think he's very good. Yes, I do like him. I like him a lot. All right. You know, I, I disagree with you about the dumb rule changes. I actually think the rule changes for the most part, are better. There are a couple I don't like. I don't like starting the uh, 10th inning with a runner on second. I don't like that, but I, I do like the other rules. All right. Uh, my take on the performance at the California Classic is big deal. So he scored 41 against a non NBA team with non NBA players. Why would I be impressed with that? I don't need to be impressed with Keegan Murray because I already know what he can do. I've already watched him play. I already know he's going to be a dynamite player. So the fact that he went out in summer league and scored 41 points against non-NBA competition, big deal. That's my that's my take on Keegan Murray. Keegan is going to be a hell of a player in this league for a long time, barring injury. Okay? He's got everything you want in a player, both on the floor and off the floor. He's got the right makeup, the perspective, outlook, all of that. All the boxes are checked. And on the floor, he is going to be a tough guy to deal with. So nothing in Summer League I needed to see uh, from Keegan Murray. Okay? I, I just don't didn't need to see it. All right. Um. Which ref complained the most? Wow. I don't know if there's an answer to that. Okay. Um, I don't know if there's an answer to that. I, I don't think there would just be one that would be above the rest. All right. Well, thank you for your support. Great to have you here on the stream. I love doing it. Okay. Uh, do I think Sabonis can be better than C-Webb? I think in certain areas he is better than C-Webb. First of all, he's a much, much better uh, guy in the locker room than Chris. Much better team guy. So th th that's not even close. I actually think he will be better than C-Webb in the totality of what you want in a player. It's a great question. Jerry and I had this debate, oh, maybe two or three months ago. And he also agreed with that. So, yes, it's an excellent question. Again, as a teammate and in the locker room, not even close. And I really mean that. So, Sabonis does not have an ego. He's not a me-me guy. You don't have to treat him any differently than you do the other players in the locker room. Chris, you had to treat with kid gloves. He got treated differently. There were the different set of rules. You know, Chris was a let me see the box score after the game type of a guy. Sabonis is not like that. Not like that. Okay. 
not like that at all. You know, I don't know enough about Chris Duarte other than the fact that he was really good his first year and not good last year, but injuries were a part of that. And then when he came back, he lost his uh, spot in the rotation. I like the Maloofs. I've been very open about that. I'm a fan of the Maloofs. I like the Maloofs. Uh, They're good people. And I have a lot of respect for them. So, you know, I probably knew them much better than most people, but I like the Maloofs. Were they perfect? No. Did they make some mistakes? Yes. But they're good people. And I'm, I'm, I like the Maloofs. I like them a lot. I have nothing bad to say about them. I'm just, I just don't. Okay. Alex Lynn's a good guy to have on the team. I mean, I'm happy he's back too. All right. No question. Well, I mean, there aren't a lot of guys better than Fox and Sabonis together on the floor. Okay. Just the way it is. All right. Uh, Interesting question. Am I right in assuming C-Web cared more than Sabonis about getting as big a contract as possible? C-Web seemed to have the team hanging a bit when it was a free agent. Sabonis, not at all. That's a really interesting question and statement, but... um, it was known that Chris was going to get a max deal. There was nothing else that would have been offered to Chris other than a max deal. And so that really was never a topic of debate. In other words, you just knew that was going to be the case. We just didn't know if it was going to be in Sacramento or uh, somewhere else. You know what? Unfortunately, it probably is. And I love Harry Giles, you know, absolutely. I mean, I, I'm afraid to say that, you know, uh, yeah, there's no question. I would say it's uh, 100% uh, because of my father. Absolutely. You know, um, why, why would you like or dislike someone based on their relationship Explain that to me. You know? Did I miss something with the Tyra Banks blow up? Well, I mean, she used to travel with the team at times. There were times she'd be on the team plane and on the uh, team bus and talk to her a little bit. It's always very nice. Um, You would not have recognized her if you had been on the team bus or the team plane and you walked on and you saw her because she looked totally different in her everyday appearance than she did when she was a supermodel. I would have never known it was her. Never would have known it was her, but she was always very nice, you know? Well, yeah, I do. You're talking about that. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Chris blew up at the media a lot. That was no big deal to me, but yeah, I remember that. I was actually there. I actually saw it as it happened. You know, uh, no question. Chris was a no-show for many things. Uh, he was a no-show after traveling on the team plane to L.A. for a Sunday afternoon game on NBC. And no one had seen him. Then he shows up on the plane, which was great. We thought, oh, good. You know, Chris is going to start being more active. He was hurt, injured. Sunday comes, where's Chris? Chris isn't at the game. He's not on the bench supporting his teammates. Where is he? Hmm. Chris is at Rodeo Drive having brunch with Tyra Banks. You know, again, you can't make it up. You can't make it up. All right? You cannot make it up. It's unfortunate. Um... Well, Chris lied to the grand jury. So, I mean, is that a no-show? You know? <sighs> uh, a lot of stuff on Chris. He was a diva. There's no question. He's very talented. I mean, 
Chris Webber is very good, you know. Um, I don't care about that, you know. Do I see tense stuff between players and fans? Not a lot. Occasionally, but not very often. Occasionally, not very often. Like, with DeMarcus, it happened all too frequently. Matt Barnes, it happened. You know, guys that could not control their temper, it happened. Um... I'm trying to think of other players on the Kings over the years that would get into it with the fans. Jay Will did a couple times. Jay Will did. He got into it with the fans. Um, off the top of my head, not too many, you know, not too many. Um, I'm not sure if Chris requested a trade or not. I, 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 I don't know the the truth to that, all right? Yeah, I, I like both these guys, you know? I still, Willie Cauley-Stein was a great guy. Causey and I had a nice friendship because he was from New York. He was a big New York Giants fan. Uh, Causey was very introverted, you know? He was very introverted. I do miss the Celebrity Golf Tournament, C-Dog. Uh, I miss it probably as much as anything. You know, absolutely. And I, yeah, the interviews I got up there were tremendous. Great. So I, I do miss that, you know. You know, I don't hear a lot when I was announcing games because I have a headset on and I'm doing the game. So I didn't really hear a lot live. I would either hear about it secondhand or I would hear about it from my producer and a director who could hear it, but I couldn't because I was announcing a game and then they would play it back for me. Does that make sense? It's very difficult when you're announcing a game to hear stuff from the fans. I mean, I can hear them cheering, obviously, and I can hear if somebody, you know, yells right behind me or whistles, but I can't really hear conversations when I'm announcing a game. And again, when you have your headsets on it, it really does block out a lot of that, okay? Uh, the the food always varied on the team plane depending on where we were because they would cater it from local restaurants. So it varied. But generally speaking, it was very good. And generally speaking, there were uh, two or three choices of food that you would get. If, if it was provided by the airline, you would have, you know, two or three choices. And then restaurant, you would normally have uh, two choices, the food was generally very good. You know, from the hors d'oeuvres when you got on, it was very, very good. I, I can't complain uh, at all. I can't. Um, a lot of people did not like the Pacer pick. That's correct. You're right. You know? Pacer, great guy. I don't know anybody that doesn't like Pacer Stoyakovich. Great guy. You know? Uh, I've never had a conversation with Alan Iverson. Never talked to Alan. Never met him. You know? Absolutely. Well, thank you very much. What are you barbecuing? All right? Don't leave me hanging like that. What's what's on the barbecue? Don't don't tell us you're barbecuing and then you're not telling us what you're having. What are you making? Thank you very much, you and your dad. Uh, we really appreciate it, Rob. And I hope you have a great, great meal. That's awesome. Love to hear that. That's good stuff right there. All right. Speaking of uh, food and barbecue and everything else, don't forget about uh, Bennett's, Roseville, Sacramento, and soon coming to Rockland. Prime seafood and steak. By the way, you walk into their Roseville location, walk into their kitchen area. You want to talk about barbecue and steaks? Their cut of beef is top shelf. You can get it to take home for your barbecue. It is fabulous. Bennett's restaurants.com to check out the menu and everything else. Prime seafood and steaks at Bennett's Roseville, Sacramento, and soon coming to Rockland. All right. Good stuff here on this stream. Uh, chicken and corn. We'll enjoy. All right. Hope you have a great barbecue. Great meal. All right. Uh, they're great people. 
Pager, great guy. Scott Pollard, great guy. Would I be surprised if Trevor Lawrence wins the MVP this year? Mm, a little bit. You know, wouldn't like, I wouldn't be shocked, you know? Yeah, the Roseville location I love too. I go there more than I go to the location on the corner of Howe and Fair Oaks, but I've been at both. The Roseville location is a little bit more casual. The ambiance at the location on Howe and Fair Oaks a little bit more formal. But, I, you know, the menu's the same. The food's great. So, yeah. Yep. I followed Scott on the Survivor show, and uh, I watched all the episodes, and I don't even like that show. But absolutely. Yeah. Well, Vladi is A-plus across the board, okay? A-cross, A-plus across the board. Yeah, there were a couple draft picks. Thomas Robinson was one. Um, I think the draft where they had four first-round picks, Simmons, Mays, Coswell, Anthony Bonner, I had kind of a, a reaction a little bit that way. Um, there were a few others. There were a few others. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Uh, I thought Ben McLemore at the time, I was a little surprised they took him. So have I talked to Kobe? Did I ever talk to Kobe alone? Briefly. Twice. Briefly. All right. Well, first of all, they act crazy with a lot of people, not just me. So it's not it's not Grant Napier. It's many people, all right? Many. Not just me, all right? There you have it. Uh, well, Perf the Purvis Ellison draft was a very weak draft. I mean, you go back and look at that draft, you know? It just wasn't that strong. Well, hello to you, too. Hello. But... Yeah, I don't know what Lawrence is up to these days. So, I like Lawrence. Like them a lot. The Maloofs were fabulous. They were fabulous. And the players loved playing for the Maloofs. And when they bought the team and they had money, they treated everyone like gold. They treated everyone with care. They were grateful to have you as an employee. They showed you that. They would be upfront and honest with you. They were great until the economic collapse in 2006, 2007, and then it went downhill for them. So a really rough period of time for many people in this country, not just the Maloofs. You know, their third tower was 90% sold out and in construction. And basically... After the economic collapse, they lost all of that. I mean, it changed them considerably. They don't even own the Palms anymore. I mean, it it was it was the beginning of the end for the Maloofs. It just was, you know. And I I like the Maloofs. I like them a lot. Again, I I have no I've never ripped the Maloofs. Really, I mean, I had some disagreements with them, but I I just think when I'm looking at the Maloofs and their period of time as owners in Sacramento, um, they were really good. And I'll tell you again, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat this, okay? The players loved playing for them all right okay they love playing for them they absolutely love playing for them so just always remember that when you talk about uh, the Maloofs all right uh so happy to have you here on the stream thank you very much
Hey, folks, I want to talk to you about Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. I've got to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. That is until I found Z-Biotics. Z-Biotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Zbiotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. Just remember to make Zbiotics your first drink of the night. Drink responsibly, and you'll feel your best tomorrow. And again, I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then I was at a birthday party. Uh, my buddy and his wife had rented out a restaurant, and I had a couple of drinks, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot tonight. And you know what, folks? Believe me, it is the real deal. Vacations, weddings, birthdays, reunions. Hey, there's so much going on, right? Get the most out of your spring plans by stocking up on pre-alcohol now. Go to zbiotics.com slash grant to get 15% off your first order when you use grant at checkout. Zbiotics is back with 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, go to zbiotics.com slash grant. Use the code grant at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, I, I like Mateen Cleaves a lot. I got to know him and, uh, I enjoyed being around him when he was here. All right. He was a, a very, uh, good, easy guy to get along with. All right. Uh, do I think the Kings would have started winning immediately? No. If they had moved to Anaheim? No. You know, I do have contact with the Maloose from time to time. They actually reached out to me after, uh, everything happened and send me a holiday greeting, George and Gavin. I haven't heard from Joe, but George has reached out to me a couple of times. Gavin has reached out to me a couple of times and I have also reached out to them a little bit. So there, you know, I'm, I'm sure there is. And I, I don't, I don't apologize for it. I like the Maloose. They were good owners. And I also, you have to understand, I knew every single thing that was going on behind the scenes during Anaheim, Seattle, and everything. So I had a, a whole different perspective than most people. And I also was in a very difficult po position, you know? But anyone that followed me on a regular basis knows that after the phone call I got from George Maloof in the lobby of the hotel in New Orleans on MLK Day, telling me that they had sold the team to a group in Seattle the very next day. I didn't care about anything to do with the Maloofs or anyone else other than trying to save the team. So what I did, and I told you the time I ran into Gavin at a Clippers-Kings game in end of March, beginning of April, where I had not seen Gavin. They had not come to Sacramento after that anymore. I don't think I had any dialogue with any of the Maloofs after then. And uh, he came up. I, I went up to say hi to him. And he said, hey, I'm really disappointed in you. I'm like, you disappointed in me? Why? Because some of the things you've been saying on the radio about us. I said, have you been listening to my radio show? He said, no, I was told that. I go, well, you can tell those people that they're full of you-know-what, and if you want copies of any of my shows, you let me know and I'll send them to you. Never said a bad word about your family. Not once. I said I may have disagreed with some of the things that have been going on, but I didn't bash your family on the air, and I won't. 
I, and I never did, you know, never did just the way it is. All right. See dog, you like this, huh? You think it's going to be the, uh, Eagles, Giants, Cowboys. All right. I'm okay with that. You know, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with that. That would be good. I'm also okay with New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. Locally owned for over 20 years, New Works has a fix for you. Just go to sacserviceplumbing.com or call the number on your screen. New Works Plumbing. They've got a fix for you. Love this format. Thanks very much for all the questions. A lot of fun. We'll do it again next week. And, you know, Keon Clark was not a disappointment when he played for Sacramento. He was actually very good. He actually helped out the Kings and then, you know, ended up in prison. And, but he was, he, he helped the Kings. He had, there were times he helped the Kings. Um, You know, when I think about Keon Clark playing for Sacramento, he helped the team. All right. So I know, I don't think he was a disappointment. I really don't. I, I, I do not. Cody's got the Lions winning the uh, North, right? You got the Lions, Vikings, Seahawks. And between, why is everyone so high on the commanders? I don't understand that. Maybe you can help me out there. Why is that? Um, I don't understand that. Yeah, it did just happen naturally. It just came out one game and it caught on. And so, yeah, I didn't plan that. I didn't rehearse that. It just came out naturally on a game one night, you know? So, mm, the Giants-Eagles game does not need to be the best rivalry in the division. I mean, rivalries are generally when two teams are good for a period of time, and that's what happens. You know, you need to be good for a period of time, all right? That's generally how you get a rivalry. No question about that. Why are some of the people on the stream so high on the commanders? I don't think the Rams will be dominant at all. I don't think they're going to be in the playoffs. I really don't. Um, Is there any part of California I have not visited Not really that I think about it. I think I've been pretty much uh, everywhere. I don't, you know, again. Could I see, what do I think about the Kings' chances of making the playoffs? I think it's good. You know, I can't predict injuries. Uh, Keegan Murray is, to me, I think he could be an all-star. I don't know about this year. And I think, you know, again, very, very, very difficult to have three all-stars from one team. And if Fox and Sabonis are all-stars, Murray would have to be having a lights-out, incredible year. And I don't think he's there yet. I think he'll have a good year. He'll have a better year than last year. And Jerry Reynolds, you know, he said it in the middle of the season. He thinks he needs to be playing small forward. And it's going to be interesting to see him in that position if that's exactly where the Kings will play him. All right. We'll see. You know, they're, they could, I mean, they're good. You know, they are good. Got to call it the way it is. They are a good team. Got to give them credit for what they've been able to do. Hey, uh, if you want to drop me an email, you can. Been getting some emails. Uh, feel free to do so. Napier at gmail.com. You can also uh, check out my website. If you don't like that.com, grantnapier.com will get you there as well. And if you don't mind, uh, there are new folks that are on the stream every day. If you would not mind subscribing to the channel, it would mean a lot to me. It's no obligation. You're not going to get hit with emails, phone calls, junk mail. Now, just subscribe, please. Thank you very much. That way you'll know whenever I do a show. Also, if you like the content, hit the like button, the thumbs up. Uh, Again, I would appreciate that very much. 
All right, Michael's got the Nuggets, the Suns, the Kings, and the Wolves. I think the Wolves are an interesting team because I look at their roster and I'm like, talent everywhere, but it didn't come together last year, you know? It did not come together. I'll tell you, I saw Keegan Murray uh, two and a half weeks ago, three weeks ago on the golf course, and he didn't have any fat on him. I mean, he was, he looked spelt, all right? I don't use that word very often. Spelt. That's what he liked, you know? Thank you very much. Hit the like button. It would mean a lot to me. You know, I'm learning all these things about the algorithms and the mechanics of doing shows like this and what's important. And, you know, little things like that are important. And so I appreciate if you like the content to hit that like button, a thumbs up, and it, it all adds up into the algorithms of what we do here on social media. Same thing with hitting the uh, subscribe button. So thank you very much. Sea Dog, I think they're a mystery. You know, I, I really do. I, I don't know what to read into them. I just, I know they have a lot of money in the center position. They got too many bigs. And I, I'm wondering, Sea Dog, if they don't make a deal here with one of them, you know? Well, thank you for just jumping in. Thank you. Glad to have you on the stream. But I, I wonder if they're going to make a move here and trade one of their guys. All right? Definitely. Who are some of the NBA analysts that I respect? Not You mean analysts, not play-by-play -play guys? Oh, man. They're, they're, you know, honestly, there are several uh, throughout the league that I that I think do a, a very good job. It's it's hard for me to tell you which ones to check out. And I would also say that it's all subjective. Who you like, I may not like. That's a great question. Um, some of my favorite interviews of all time at the Celebrity Golf Tournament. One was Jesse Ventura, which was a unbelievable conversation that I had with him. Uh, Emmett Smith and I one day had an amazing conversation and it will, I will remember it forever. Uh, first of all, I was doing the show on the driving range and my producer brought Emmett over and I was live. So he sat down and I said, hey, Emmett, my name is Grant Napier and uh, we're on live. Thank you very much for coming over. And my wife was sitting literally right over my shoulder and she had this um, star necklace. And he goes, oh, Cowboys fan. I go, huh? Cowboys fan. I go, oh, no, 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 not Cowboys fan. Yeah, she's got a Cowboys star. I go, no, no, no. Her name is star. And I go, that's my wife. Trust me, she's not. And she goes, that's your wife? I go, yeah. What's she doing with you? I go, that's that's for a whole nother conversation. He goes, she is from Dallas, though. See, she's a Cowboys fan. I go, no, she's not a Cowboys fan. And I explained to him, I go, I'm from New York and I'm a Giants fan. And that's not allowed in my house. That's the only rule I have. And he started laughing. So we th that we got into the conversation that way. And, and every year... Cowboys were getting suspended before the season ever began. And I asked him, I go, you know, I mean, here's what I don't understand about players that are getting suspended. I go, I don't understand how difficult it would be to walk into the locker room and look your teammates in the face, knowing full well you let them down. He goes, no, 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 you got it all wrong. He goes, the hard part is going and telling your parents or your grandparents or your aunt or your uncle or that person that sacrificed a lot of their life to give you the life that you have getting up at six in the morning and making sure that your equipment was ready and driving you here and driving you there and picking you up here and making sure that you had the money to play in this league and that league and having the support. He said, those are the people that you let down more than anyone. That's what I don't understand. And I thought it was one of the great answers that I ever had during an interview. Um, it was great. Okay. It was 
great. And there were many, many, many interviews that I would have that I would listen to after I had done them. And I was just like, wow. Like even myself, I was like, wow, these are great interviews. The content that I was able to provide for three or four days every summer up there was amazing. Aaron Rodgers was always one of my favorite interviews. But being able to talk to just people in all, Brett Baer from Fox News was a phenomenal interview. First time I'd ever talked to him. It was incredible. Um, you know, even when I had the former vice president, Dan Quayle on, he was a great interview. Of course, Charles Barkley was Charles. I mean, can't really get better than Charles, can you? Used to love talking to Tim Brown, who I just have the utmost respect for him. I loved him. But I mean, I, there are just so many interviews over the years that I had that have always stuck out to me. David Wells was great. I remember talking to Goose Gossage, you know, about the rivalry of the Yankees and the Red Sox and how they hated each other. I'll tell you, George Brett was one of my favorite interviews, talking to him about the pine tar incident and being, you know, on that team in Kansas City and playing the Yankees and those great playoffs that they had and his approach to hitting and what he tells young people in the game. I mean, he was great as well. So uh, incredible. Absolutely incredible. I mean, well, they all talked about the Bucky Dent home run, but Goose Gossage, a lot of people forget, came in in relief in the seventh inning of that game. All right? That would never happen today. He came in in the seventh inning and then pitched the eighth and the ninth. And he recalls, you know, he said that Nettles, Greg Nettles, hated pop-ups. He was petrified of them. And when he got Yastrzemski to pop up for the final out of that game, he has a funny story about Goose saying, no, you know, like, because he <laughs> hated pop-ups. And, of course, the pop-up went to Nettles. But he was very open about it. I said, you know, I go, I, I don't like, it drives me crazy when I see, you know, the runner on first and the first baseman laughing and making jokes. And he goes, oh, that didn't happen when we played. We hated the, we hated them and they hated us. We didn't talk to them. They didn't talk to us. He goes, that was a rivalry. He goes, there was no, no fake nonsense about it. They knew we didn't like them and we knew they didn't like us. And there was no talking at all. You know, that there was no talking at all. Oh, it was good stuff. Amazing. Uh, but, yeah, I used to love doing those uh, interviews. Used to love. And I talk with, you know, players from other organizations as well and always enjoyed that. But those were – Goose Gossage was great. I mean, he was uh, – and David Wells. You know, David wasn't part of that rivalry. He was, of course, later on with the Yankees. I used to love talking to both of those players about old timers day. And goose used to tell me what it was like to walk into the Yankee clubhouse on old timers day. And he, he, he would just tell me he would just sit there in awe of some of the Yankees that were there in the clubhouse. He would just say to go, I was in awe because I was just telling you, David Wells would tell me the same thing. He said, wow, you know, there was nothing quite like old timers day. Uh, at Yankee Stadium. All right. Love that you are asking so many great questions. Glad to have you here on this stream. Um, you know, the, again, that makes me, uh, well, I miss doing my job. I mean, I would be lying if I said I didn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, if Jeff Van Gundy got fired, why didn't Mark Jackson? It, may, it really doesn't make any sense. That's why Chris Russo, I think, might be spot on uh, that that came from the league office, you know? You know, it is good to see the support, not only of the Kings players. You know, a lot of the players now go to Vegas in summer league. I mean, it's Vegas. You know, you're going to tell a, a, a young man in their 20s, hey, do you want to go to Vegas? Come on. So, you know, there is the appeal of Las Vegas. That's for sure. 
I wouldn't be in the conversation just yet of getting to the finals. I, I wouldn't get there just yet. I think it's a little premature. Hello in the Buckeye State. You know, I went to college at Bowling Green. Did you know that? Four years at Bowling Green. Do I think the Kings could get there? Yes, I do. But, I mean, we're in July here. You know, I, I don't think we should be talking about getting to the finals just yet. You know? I really don't. Uh, Vegas is the Patia of America. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Patia is on the uh, Gulf of Thailand. And it is uh, a very famous party night spot. I've been to both. And there's actually a lot of truth that there are no, no casinos in Thailand, though. So that would be uh, the difference. But in terms of nightlife, yes. Yes. If you ever go to Thailand, Patti is a lot of fun. It's about a two-hour drive from Bangkok. Easy. All highway. And uh, it's, it's I, got a, I got a good friend there right now as we speak. I'm like, man, I wish I could go with you. All right, uh, Mitch Richmond or Peja in their prime. Mitch was a phenomenal two-way player. I'd have to take Mitch by a whisker. Mitch was a great offensive player. He was a great defensive player. So, mm, I mean, Mitch's defense was great. It really was. All right? No question. Paul, I understand your point, and I'm not I'm – not, dissing you or saying you're wrong not two years ago one year ago last year at this time paul not two years one year i'm not watching the summer league i very rarely watch summer league so i'm not watching it uh you're talking about Wemby playing i don't i don't really have as much interest as a lot of people do in watching uh someone play in summer league i'll watch the highlights and that's about it okay you know Someone says he looks good. He should look good. He's playing against non-NBA competition, so he should look good. You know, I've always said this. If you're a high draft pick in summer league, you better look good. You're playing against non-NBA caliber competition for the most part. Now, there are a few players that are going to be in the NBA scattered around summer league, but for the most part, you're playing against non-NBA competition. So you have to remember that. Eduardo, back with us here on the stream. Hola, Eduardo, in Chile. Well, first of all, uh, I don't agree with you on that. Um, I disagree with that. They've done nothing to improve their defense or rebounding. And the reason why I disagree with that is they improve their team. Okay? They improve their team. By signing Sasha, I think the Chris Duarte trade makes them deeper and better. Keegan Murray is going to be better as he enters his second year. So I think that aspect makes them a better team. Now, you could say certain aspects. You want to say defense or rebounding. But their team, in my opinion, improved this offseason. All right? Is Wemby one of nine? Is that true? Again, I don't put a – is that true? He's only one of nine, you know? Interesting. All right. I think they are right now the best duo in the league, Jokic and Murray. Yeah. And do I think that Jokic right now is the best player in the league? Yeah, I do. You know? It is a glorified scrimmage, you know? It is a glorified scrimmage. That's why I don't really get caught up in it. That's what it is. It's a glorified scrimmage. It's a great way of stating it, you know? Absolutely. It's a great way of stating it. Hello, Napa. Hello, hello in Napa. Great to have you joining us here from Napa. Uh, passing and dribbling really good. All right. There you have it. Again, I'm not, I'm not caught up on it. All right, so we are to the weekend. All right? Have a great weekend. Enjoy yourself. Stay out of the heat. And uh, we'll be back. Do it all again next week. Appreciate all of you here on the stream, all the chat messages. And uh, it's always fun when we can pull up a chair together 
and have an open forum uh, Q&A. Regardless of what you're doing this weekend, be safe, have fun. And thank you so much for joining me right here on If You Don't Like That. So long, everybody. Oh, boy.